You're listening to NapperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for joining us here on Napa Broadcasting as we continue our conversation about some of the films and documentaries that are upcoming at the Napa Valley Film Festival. Today, it is my pleasure to be joined by David Charles Rodriguez. His documentary, Gay Chorus Deep South, will be screening at the festival, and it is my pleasure to welcome David here. David, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, thank you. It's a pleasure to be there. Well, it's great to have you here. Before we talk a little bit about the film, talk a little bit about your background. Absolutely. Um, well, my background is, is pretty is pretty wild, and not wild, but all over the place. Um, you know, I'm originally from Boston, um, but born into a Greek family there. Like my big fat Greek wedding is like a documentary about my mother's family. <laughs> and, um, and my father is Brazilian. And then when I was eight years old, we moved to Brazil. So I lived most of my life in Brazil um, up until 24. And then I lived in San Francisco for five years. And now I've been in L.A. Um, for about nine. And, you know, and I've always wanted to make films since I was 12 years old. And I kind of taken a... Uh, you know, because I couldn't afford to do film school and, and to follow that path early on, um, you know, I kind of took the, the back roads, you know, through I was a comic book writer and then became a creative director, writer in advertising for 18 years. And um, now finally I'm able to, you know, fully switch over into to filmmaking full time um, with this film and with some future projects that I have at, at hand. So it's really, you know, it's it's really an incredible moment. Um to be able to tell these stories and to share, you know, the love and acceptance of the chorus and, and, you know, future films, you know, where I really want to focus, you know, on activism through entertainment and through mainstream topics. Um, that's kind of has become my thing. And it's something that I really want to focus on uh, moving forward. Tell us a little bit about what the transition was like for you from advertising, having done it for so long and so much of it into really focusing on activist films and, and documentaries like like uh, Gay Chorus, Deep South? It was really helpful because not only did I, you know, work with the best filmmakers in the world on set, you know, from Alejandro Nahitu to Fernando Merelis, who did City of God, to Spike Jones, you know, I, I was able to see up close and personal, you know, all the best directors and directors of photography, you know, even though they were just commercials, but, you know, being on set with them and, and being, being able to collaborate with them and some amazing editors as well um, was really my true film school. So I feel very thankful and blessed. And, and most importantly, in the activist front, you know, in advertising, you're able to, you know, to communicate complicated messages in a simple way to a mass audience, right? And I feel like that's something that, um, you know, I can leverage that, that knowledge and that learning into you know into doing good now gay chorus deep south is your really first featured length documentary tell us a little bit about the film and and how did this come to be the film that you chose as your first absolutely well gay chorus deep south is about the san francisco gay men's chorus and the oakland interfaith gospel choir doing a activist tour in the most discriminatory states in america which happened to be in the south and you know, but what the film is really about are, you know, these, you know, the people of the chorus and the people of the South coming together through the power of music and through the power of presence, you know, and of just being, you know, close to each other and what can that, and what that can do to, to create this bridge, you know, between 
you know, the quote unquote liberal coast and the conservative self, you know, and, and helping us understand that it's way more complex and way, way less stereotyped and antagonistic than we think it is. Um, what, what I was really, um, I had created and written a big campaign for um, voter registration called Vote Your Future that Alejandro Nahutu directed and over a hundred celebrities. We made a hundred films with over a hundred celebrities and, you know, we, the campaign was very successful. Um, but the results of the election, um, were very different than what we hoped them to be. And what really shook me wasn't the result itself, but it was the divisiveness of the country that surfaced from the election. And, you know, I just kind of became obsessed with the idea that if we don't create this bridge, if we don't get these two sides together, at least talking to each other that, you know, we're going to we're going to be living, you know, in these dark ages for a very long time because the politicians want us to be divided. You know, they, they want to manipulate the population into thinking that there's good and evil, that there's one side and the other. When honestly, the power of the people is is truly when we all come together, you know, and in the end, we all want the same things. Right. We want love. We want family. We want togetherness. We want community. So it's not really different, you know, and when you put those human values, you know, at stake up front. Um, I think people are, are really able to connect with them and to overcome their judgment and prejudice, not only on the conservative side, but also our own judgment and, and, and prejudice um, that we have, you know, on the quote unquote conservative side. So anyways, so when I learned about the story, you know, of the chorus going to the South, I was like, wow, this was the first time I heard a positive message. I heard some, some, someone, an organization, you know, and, and, and I always, you know, had a deep love for that organization. And I knew how amazing their music was and how organized they were. Um, and I thought they stood a chance at, at creating that connection, at creating that bridge, you know, through the power of music. You know, I'm a true believer in using the arts, you know, whether it's music, art, or, you know, film or story, you know, or literature to, to be able to, to connect different worlds together and, and get people, you know, talking. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it, I, I thought it was the only story that I found, you know, that stood a chance to, to test out my theory that, you know, we can actually build bridges in unexpected places. Before the film came into play, what was the goal of these organizations and the individuals in putting these two choruses together and planning this, this trip? Um, the real goal was to bring their music and their message to the you know, to the queer communities in those places and, and to the, you know, and to the mass community as well. Um, and just show them that, you know, they can be loud and proud and, and, you know, they can be on that stage, right. And they can be in the main, you know, center for the arts, um, of their town and still be loud and proud. Um, despite, you know, all the, you know, all the prejudice and, and backpedaling on laws that has been happening against the LGBTQ community um, since the 2016 elections. So I feel like it was really, you know, just the idea of seeing 300 gay men on a stage in a packed house, you know, in a theater where they're used to seeing all kinds of plays, you know, Broadway musicals or, you know, I don't know, the Rolling Stones or bands, you know, like, I think it's really important to, to shine a light on the community in that way, you know, and, and, and to be able to be proud and open in public, you know, in a public space, in a public space 
that's largely accepted by the entire community, you know, not just in a cabaret or in a gay bar or in a club, but in spaces where, you know, especially in the churches, right? So they did 25 performances and 18 of those performances were in churches. And that just makes a profound difference, you know? So their goal was never to change a law or to change, you know, to create a drastic change in an entire part of the country, but it was really to move those individuals who came to see the chorus and, and, and hoping that they took that message and that hope into their own communities and kind of spread the love. And, and we saw it, you know, we saw it happen. I, I feel like, especially now that the film has been so widely released in, in the festival circuit and, and now, you know, it's, it's getting a wider release. Um, I feel like the film is helping to perpetuate that feeling and to, and to give the communities something that they can share and something they can stand behind to, to continue the message forward. And tell us about Dr. Tim Sealing, who's the conductor of the San Francisco Gay Chorus, and, and he's a big part of this film. Yeah, I mean, you know, without Tim, we wouldn't be anything. You know, Tim is just a force of nature. He's one of the most incredible human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, I, I, you know, we have a deep love for each other now and, and, and an everlasting friendship. And, you know, but Tim is, you know, Tim, what, what I think is most fascinating about Tim is that, you know, he was raised in a, a Baptist church of 22,000 people, you know, and he became the music minister of that church. His parents were, you know, employees of the church and his brother, a pastor of the church. And it was, it was truly all the lessons and all the tricks and all the tools that he learned, you know, in this church that was, you know, anti-gay and anti-who he was that actually helped him be able to give him the strength and and the presence to be able to be, you know, the, the tr- a true leader um, for this organization and especially a true leader on this tour. You know, I'm sure it was very difficult for him, you know, because he had to go back to a place, you know, especially to the Baptist church where they perform, you know, at the end of the tour, um, a place that destroyed his life, you know, um, but, you know, I think he took that moment almost as a moment of rebirth, you know, in a moment of creating a new connection with something that was very dear to him, with something that kind of, you know, were the building blocks of his life. And, and, and the irony or the beauty is that he takes those building blocks and he now uses it, you know, for the greater good and for all inclusion and to, and to fight for equal rights. One of the things that uh, I think one comes away with from this, and, and I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying this, is really a picture of the country that's not quite as divided at its core as some would lead us to believe. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, that was, that was the theory that I had going into this, and I thought this film was a test to it. You know, of course it could have been different. Um, you know, in some ways we were hoping to have more conflict and more antagonism, but in the end, um, you know, just as a human being, you know, not even as a filmmaker, um, I'm so thankful and grateful and hopeful that it's just not that true. You know, like the, the extremists are the minorities on both sides, you know, and, and there's thousands, millions people of people that are in the middle that need, you know, need choruses like the San Francisco Gay Chorus, need films like our film or other incredible films you know, that help just humanize all sides, you know, and help show that we're all just people and, and, and we're all just trying to, you know, we all just need to get along. Right. And, um, so I feel that, you know, this division, you know, we, sadly, we, 
our whole civilization is built on story, right? We create stories, you know, from the Bible to Game of Thrones. We, we live off of these stories and the best way, you know, or the way that we found that is best to tell a story is by creating antagonism, right? Even in politics, right? Which is so painful and dumb, but you always have to, you know, say that you're the good guy and then the other people are the bad guy. And that's just not how life works. That's just not how we are. We're all interconnected, right? Sadness isn't the opposite of happiness. You know, sadness is a extension, is a continuation of happiness. It's a cycle. And, and, and once we are able to open up and to build new narratives, you know, and to embrace, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, we, we've been getting, you know, we've been very lucky and very fortunate to be getting great reviews, but there's always like a, uh, a butt in the reviews and that butt is, you know, we were hoping to have, you know, we were hoping that, you know, me or the story would dig deeper into the hatred and, and, and whatnot. And, and we did, and it just wasn't there, you know, or it wasn't accessible. Right. And, and, and that was just the truth. You know, we tried to, to give a real authentic experience of the experience we had on tour. You know, I'm sure there are the, the crazy pastors and, and, you know, and the, you know, the Westboro churches and, you know, all that exists but it's so little compared to the greatness and the hope that we, we saw that it just wasn't worth it to, you know, to get one moment and to build a whole story off of one moment, you know, and, and really, you know, turning uh, an eye to the truth, which was 90% of the tour was beautiful, you know, and 10% was, you know, hard and bad and challenging. And, and that was really the weight that I tried to, to show in the film as well. You know, like I, I, I like to say that, you know, the sadly, you know, in, in 2019, the true shocking moments in a film are when they're hopeful and, 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 and positive, you know, because everyone's already expecting the opposite. David Charles Rodriguez, he is the director and co-writer of the documentary Gay Chorus Deep South. It'll be screening at the Napa Valley Film Festival coming up in just 10 days. I thank you so much, David, for spending time with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope everyone can go see the film. Thank you. NapaBroadcasting.com. Napa Valley Radio for the way we live now.